Welcome to the August 6th episode of Dan Excelsior, the Mostly Marvel podcast. As you probably gathered from the name, discussing the latest Marvel happenings across all media is what we do. But we've also been known to stray off topic from time to time. Basically, if it's superpower, it's fair game. My name is Dennis, and I swear I do have room in my heart for DC. You'll see. Uh, with me, I've got a distinguished nerd panel as usual. Uh, first up, we're going to welcome him back from his nice vacation. It's Frank. Yo, yo, I got the Delta strain, everyone. So if anyone Whoa. needs it, it's all for you. I got it ready. <laughs> you don't really have that, do you? <gasps> no, no. Thank well, you. actually, you wouldn't know for another week, right? Um, uh, today is actually the sweet spot day that I could get tested and see if I have the Delta strain. So nice, nice. Um, well, let's do fingers crossed and let's hope that you didn't do that. Fingers crossed. But you feel rela relaxed, rested? Fuck no, not after a vacation. I'm sorry, F no, F, F no, uh, not after a vacation. After a vacation, I feel way more tense than when I left. <laughs> I did eat a lot of food and I probably gained a lot of weight from that vacation. Well, I guess that's a plus then. There was I'm not sure. How are you more stressed out now after the vacation? Well, I don't know. I don't know how it is. Well, actually, the, the flight home was crazy because they canceled my flight and changed my flight like four or five times. And they sent me like from like Miami to um, to Fort Lauderdale to Dallas to. Um, oh, that's a lot of bad places. that you. There's a lot, a lot of bad places there. And the, whoa, that's, that's a lot of COVID hotspots. <laughs> hey, man, you're supposed to let me introduce you. There's Ricky. Just, hey, uh, audience, there's Ricky. Ricky, there's yeah. I had to chime in on Frank's uh, okay. traveling misadventures. So Ricky's here. So I guess let's just like get rid of all the ceremony. Hey, uh, we also got <laughs> Clark here too. Let's go. There's Clark. Audience, I uh, want you to meet Clark. Clark. Hello. Get Welcome vaccinated back. and spayed and neuter your pets. I mean, yeah. I'll take a Delta strain if I get a week off, right? That's how it works. Dude, I, I'd love to get spayed and neutered. I, I, That'd I be great. Think, I don't think that's how that Oh, works. they can do that for you. That'll stop me from howling at night, I think. Yes. You know what? I didn't even have fun introductions written for you guys anyway, so yeah. save me. <laughs> save me save me the trouble. Freaking impatient Ricky couldn't just wait. Couldn't wait his turn. I mean, I it's par partially a Mac issue, but um technical difficulties aside, we're back. We're back. Cool. Cool. Well, as you guys know, uh we did do uh, an, our first uh, official non-Marvel discussion last week with uh Masters of the Universe and we're gonna uh, follow that up with another one to tonight. Uh, I, you know, for anybody watching, uh, yes, we are gonna talk about the Suicide Squad today, which came out technically yesterday on HBO Max and in theaters. Uh, but it's out there. If you haven't seen it, go see it. It's really cool. Uh, we will be talking about that tonight. Uh, but we promised, since you know the timing is so so, I mean, the window you've had to watch it before you can join us is so small. We promise to let you know when we're gonna start doing the spoiler talk. Um, but before we get to that, you know, we do have a fun show planned. Uh, we're dying to talk about that show, but, uh, you know, we've got news and rumors to discuss also. Uh, and then a, a brief chat on a nerd topic of Frank's choosing this week. Um, as a reminder, this is also a chance for you to pick our brains with any marvelous or in this case, DC trivia, uh, points of confusion, um, that you may have, and we'll be checking the comments throughout the show. And for those of you that can't get enough of, a, of us, you can visit patreon.com slash denxmedia immediately after this broadcast ends for our live post show, The Soapbox, where we wind down and talk about stuff we didn't get around to in the first one and a half hours. Uh, we're, we're pretty tired because we did stay up pretty late to watch Suicide Squad, 
So yeah. no promises that the soapbox is going to be a super long one tonight. Uh, but we'll we'll check we'll uh, we'll jump in there just for a bit just to just say hi to anybody uh, and talk about whatever we forget to. Okay, I just wanted to get that out of the way really quick so that we can just chat and 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 say hi to everybody. Clark, thank you for coming back again and thank you for staying up late with us to watch Suicide Squad. That was quite the marathon. That was we fun. Did. Yeah, it was fun. It it was. Uh, I don't do the watch parties much. I think the last one I did was the 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 Snyder cut with Frank and Ricky. Yeah, yeah. that was all day, that was like that was more like a marathon, but uh, this yeah. this was definitely a lot more that fun, was, I would say. This, yeah. This it was might more be back fun for, for the sure. less than 4 hour versions, but uh yeah. It, yeah, yeah. Who yeah, knew? Yeah. If you watch a good movie, it's more fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you're going to compare the two, then yes, I would say and we're get we're 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 giving that our our audiences a sneak peek, but we like that movie more than the Snyder Cut. Just just putting that that's, out there. That's our hot take that's, of the show. That's the hot take for <laughs> sure. Yeah, yeah. But anything anything of interest going on in the in the nerd news or outside of nerd news that you guys wanted to share? I thought that oh, was I the, that's what, what the news was for. But, uh, oh, I meant. I'll, I want Frank news. I meant. I meant in your lives. Frank doesn't get to go. He already told us about his lives. Oh man, I got Delta strain. I just got to check out right now. You can't just, use the joke again. Right. Oh, okay. I got the uh, gamma strain. <laughs> okay, that's fair. <laughs> Clark, still COVID free. Man, I saw so many iguanas out there. It was insane. We said that if we saw an alligator, we'd make fridge go fight it. But, uh, you gotta jump over it. I, I wanted. Yeah. I, I wouldn't mind jumping over it or like jumping on it because their mouths open up and it makes like a little oh, springboard no. that launches you upward. If video games have taught me anything, it's that. Well, actually, their their muscles are much stronger in going down. It's actually they're very weak in opening, so you can hold it down if you uh, if you get on it. Okay. Okay. You know that's that's crocodile hunter taught me that. That's why we brought Clark on the show. He's our animal mm -hmm. expert. Yep. <laughs> there were so well, many lizards, also, too. They were like, that's why they do, like, when they do the photos of the baby, and you see that they duct tape them, yeah. the, the mouse, is because, like, tape will hold their mouth shut. Just, just plain old tape. Full just grown, tape. Full-grown alligator. Uh -oh. There's an alligator in Ricky's, in Ricky's house yeah. right now. Yeah, there's um, a variant. And just just so everybody watching knows, uh, because we always we're always really bad at letting you know what we're going to talk about next week. Um, but I just wanted to put this one out there. What if what if starts next week, guys? Uh, really? Starting Tuesday. Yeah, Tuesday. So mm -hmm. we made it. We made it through the mind, the little the little drought of no Marvel <laughs> stuff. To, to, to yeah, we did it. Was it. A tough tough it. go. Ten episodes. Is it ten? Oh, wow, that's nice. Ten episodes. Are they uh, half an hour or? Uh... I don't know the run from, yeah. from what I, I, don't I, I don't know who said it was, but it about half hour episodes. That would make sense, so, so, especially since they're animated. Oh, yeah. I, I'm excited for it. Uh, we're trying to get some guests that, you know, we haven't had on the show, but also get some that we, we have before. But the cool thing is, is like that show is going to not require like uh, knowledge of previous stuff necessarily. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because it's yeah. going to do it's going to do its own thing. They're going to be self-contained stories in theory. So. Uh, that should be fun. I'm just, I, I just want... know I'm going to cry during Chadwick Boseman's episode. Well, guess what? I know when that one is. Oh, I've already, uh, they've already actually they already put him the, out there. Yeah. Uh, some, some of the schedule oh. so far. Some, they've mentioned not all. he's in four yeah. of them actually, right? He has oh. four voices. 
I uh, didn't know that. Well, now you spoiled that. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. Regardless, uh, Clark, Clark, uh, Disney announced a new annual pass program like two days ago. What's your What's your take as our also oh, Disneyland expert? You you have peeled back a uh, a touchy subject there. Um, honestly, uh, for me, I look at how their prices have gone up over trending mm-hmm. over the years, like with the entrance of uh, Star Wars Land and things. And this is about how much the prices would have been if there wasn't COVID. Uh, it's really not that different. The only thing that's different is they've added the reservation system, which they had something called flex pass before. And the Mm -hmm. real question is in flex pass during the off season. So not summer, not Christmas, you could actually do a reservation that day if they weren't at capacity. Uh, I don't know if the same day. Yeah. The same day. Cause that's the thing. Sometimes if you have an annual pass, sometimes it's that urge of going, Hey, I want to go to Disneyland today and just jumping in your car and going, uh, that level of yeah. food. for the people that, that are the, the regular annual pass holders and that go multiple times. I mean, when I had my full pass, I went like 20 times in a year. And so a lot of them were for half days. Cause I happened to be in the area and like, well, I don't want to get in traffic. Let me go to Disneyland. And so now, uh, and the other thing that that deals with is parking. So the $1,400 pass is the only one that includes parking. So that's the highest. Wow. Get you. Yes, raise those eyebrows. Yeah. So At the now, second tier, you get half off parking. The second highest yes, tier, sorry. Yes, which is 1000 oh. So the, the, the highest tier used to be 1200 And so what they've kind of done is added another day to the cost of what yeah. the, the full pass is. So, so you have new- to go more than times? you know yep. 12 times uh, uh a year for it to start Balancing compressing out. in value mm-hmm. i mean then, then it, yeah. it averages out but if you know so if you go a lot because that's what i did and then i you know again sometimes you would go for a half day but also you gotta go it's really just for the the people that, that go every day or every month um but I mean, there are some good things. They have not mentioned any connection to FastPass. See, the old annual pass also included the digital FastPasses. Well, I thought they, I heard rumor that they're going to be using a Premier well, Access system like, yeah, like Disney+. Yeah. Plus. That The other Avengers ride that's coming uh, whenever, that will be a ticketed attraction. And what, what only concerns so. me about that is they really need to up their Wi-Fi then at the park. <laughs> Because so many, if if they're going to having everybody using their phones to be the core means of getting on rides, they gotta have better servers because yeah. it's so frustrating to be there and not be able to connect to the Disney Wi-Fi uh, because there's so many people there. So there still is some work. So honestly, for me, I'm not getting a pass this year uh, for multiple reasons. Oh. But I want to see it shake out. Uh, I currently have a. Uh, Universal Studios Pass, Gold Pass that I got for two hundred fifty bucks that includes unlimited parking. parking. <laughs> uh, Shots fired. So, so, so I'm just saying, you know, this year is going to be Universal year. Um, uh, Super Mario Land should open next year. There's a lot of good stuff, but uh, I do want to see. I mean, I I, I miss it, uh, and I might go for a single day if like some special event is going on, but. Mm-hmm. 
uh, I want to wait and see how this pass really shakes out. But it's it's really not that different from the old one, but they had to do something different because their their big problem is that most of the people that go to Disneyland during the whole year are Southern California residents. But the, their high paying, their whales are the, the foreign tourists that come during the summer and spend money on the hotels. Yeah. You know, like, like you know, the ones that look spend at, the most money. Look at the genie that you let out of the bottle. I know. I know. Yeah, well, yeah, that's why I as said. A, <laughs> as a new somewhat Orange County resident, I'm like right on the line. Actually, I've... my my new my new job is actually like 10 minutes from Disneyland. I am excited about possibly getting a pass and having more Disney access. But yeah, it's well, that's a little bit that's of a, exactly a the point. Like for the people that were close, uh, it's so easy to go over, and that then you'll want to you know maybe get that 1400 because if you if you get the lower passes and you're like let's go to Disneyland, and then you're like oh parking's 25 bucks. That that parking being twenty five bucks every time, or drop it down to fifteen, you know, twelve fifty, that's a little better. But that's that just eats at the morale of, of yeah, it, to go it, so it much. eats back at the so, sure. I say we, but hey, we gotta be we gotta be charging for this information, guys. This is soapbox talks right here, like <laughs> Disney <laughs> hacks with Clark. Yes, I, right, I, we'll, uh, I've, I've talked with a few people about this this week. This will this will be a new segment on Soapbox from now on. Is Disney yeah. Disney hacks with Clark? But I think we should go back to to talking about like the Marvelish. Yes, the Marvelish, yeah. Marvelish. Switching news, over to Marvel hacks with Clark. Yeah, go go for. Alrighty, uh, it's it's some news time. Uh, a little bit of a, sh- a slow news week, but I got, I got some good stuff that I think uh, will pique everyone's fancy. Uh, first and foremost, the Runaways has been canceled by Marvel uh, Comics. Oh, uh, what is that? What is that? What does that mean? What it is, means that, that their mean? their next issue is it for the immediate future. I don't have the specifics of the. The exact uh, yeah. final final number, but no, I thought that was a kind of a, a more close to home. I remember Dennis buying me the Marvel's Runaway little trade paperback. Yeah, we were just talking about that earlier. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't mourn would, this too much. It's going on hiatus. He would no, yeah, no, because I'm just saying, like in general, Marvel comics they get canceled all the time, and then they come back, like you know, that's fair. Just, they just they just try to bring them they they just try to like sunset them for a little while so that yeah. there's a demand that builds up and then they bring them back for some event later and stuff like that so stunning they, number I mean, one there's, reissue there's too much value in all these characters so they, or, they you got to put them on ice right before you bring them back there will be absolutely yeah. no demand and they'll bring them back anyway <laughs> that's fair too that's fair but the but the point is they will bring them back. Fair. Yes. Fair point. Will we'll return. But but I, I'm glad that this this touched you in a in a special way though. Well, thought that would kill a little bit more time, but sure. <laughs> we, we moving on to, <laughs> wait, to wait, 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 wait. I, my... I do sure. have something because I don't know if you added it to this news, but in the, on a related mm-hmm. note, did you catch the trailer for Why the Last Man? Yes, yes, I did. Did any of you guys? Was that included? Was that included in your news? 
that was not included in the news, but uh, it is, uh, as as you said, related, right? Both Brian K. Vaughn. Both written by Brian K. Vaughn. Uh, yes. Um, if, if anybody's never read Why the Last Man, highly recommend it. It's a great story. It's only 10 volumes, so like 10 little trade paperbacks. Uh, that's kind of the reason, one of the reasons I liked it, because it has a start and an end. A lot of comics just like to go forever that's and ever. Right. And then, yeah. That show has been like in development hell for years. <laughs> Like I did, I like you. I totally forgot they were making it. And yeah, we got that trailer as, last. So as someone it? who is, I've heard of the comic, but I've never read it. And so that trailer was really the first, my first uh, introduction to the world. And I got excited. It looks really good. Uh, yeah, it's so a, it's a cool show. Or I mean, it's a cool story. So I'm excited to see it. It, it suits. It suits the uh, uh, you know a TV format. It's very. Really well. It's. Kind of somehow looped around to be very topical. I feel like in an interesting. Yeah, sense. in fairness, it's been a while since I read it. I just remember really enjoying it when I did. Read um, it. but yeah, okay. But there you go. I I filled the time for you right there. Um, up next we got a new trailer for Sony's uh, most anticipated film coming out later this year. <laughs> Everyone's favorite, <laughs> Venom. Let there be carnage. Uh, we got the second trailer out this week. A little bit more story back uh, backgrounds. Some more shots of uh, the red symbiote himself. What were you guys uh, thinking? Any any excitement? Still the same? I like that they they clearly delineated that the red color is different from the other ones. Like, oh, crap, it's a red one. He's he's a red one. And while this isn't... They kind of did that for the movies because the comics are different. Like, the the way... The reason why carnage is special in the comics is different from that it's not just it's the color it's 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 uh how he was born and on uh well on earth from the trailer it kind of implies that cletus bites eddie right and that's yeah. how he gets carnage which i don't know which they had to true. change because editing and cletus were never in a cell to sell together like they were in the comics so <laughs> so they can't they don't have the same uh the same origin but it's just Dennis and I were talking about this uh, or during the week. It's just it's just a little weird seeing Carnage as the second other symbiote because he was always the the first in the mm-hmm. comics, first, the, first the first new other, one. The first yeah, the other. first other yeah. than Venom. Yeah. Also, wasn't Riot red in the first movie? <laughs> no, he was blue. He well, he was tingish. Yeah. yeah. Oh, was he blue? The other one, Scream, was yellowish. Right. Yeah, yeah. Frank, what was your take on that trailer? Um, it looks like they're leaning too much into uh, the comedy, in my opinion. Um, I wish they would kind of, uh, I don't know, go with more of the horror. But yeah, that's whatever. I think this message was for Clark. I'm not I sure think... if it was if it was about Disney parks or if it was. Oh, about that was ben a, that was about Disney. Don't get him gotcha. started. Um. Yeah. Um, it looks like the movie is going to be an entire lobster tank, which might not be bad. Um, it just doesn't look like it'll be like as as horrendous as as, as horrific as I want. There was a, um, what do you mean when you say it's going to be an entire lobster tank? By the way, I'm, I'm I, I actually know what he. I agree with Frank, and this is. This I don't. Is I movie. don't know the reference. You don't you remember don't, the lobster? Really? Tank? The lobster you tank joke in the first, first movie. movie? When he climbs the into tank? the lobster tank. Yeah, he sits in there and then he he's, starts. He's hot. Yeah. And so he has to cool off and he climbs into the lobster tank and starts. Did you, 
did you sleep during that part? Probably. Did you guys catch the? I didn't sleep through that movie. I didn't sleep through it, but I I don't I don't I've seen it once ever in in yes. all my life. But I, I get what you mean, Frank. Yeah, the, that the lobster tank really stood out yeah. to me as like one of the one of the funniest scenes in the movie because it was just so absurd. Just hit a and, nerve with Frank. Yeah, I know. So it was great. It Spider Man dancing in the street. It touched me in the right places, like uh, Runaways with You. Um, it's certainly I could show I, you on the symbiote yeah. where where it touched me. <laughs> but I'm with you. I'm a little worried that they, since the comedy was one of the things that people liked, that they might go overboard on the comedy. Mm-hmm. And and I did like it. It is one of the things that's funny. Yeah, yeah. But if he's cracking jokes. Every single situation. I mean, when he you know goes into reminds- the MCU, he's gonna have to crack jokes with Spider-Man. So, yeah. But Spider-Man you know is known for his jokes. Venom wasn't. Yeah. You know what it reminds me of? Of it's. It reminds me of the Green Lantern movie that never was. That was going to be with Jack Black. It's. Yes. You know what I mean? Like it was. It was. It, it just completely misses the point of what the Green Lantern was supposed to be. Would it have been a funny movie? Yes. Would it have been appropriate to Green Lantern? Uh, you know the tone oh, of Green Lantern, the Green Hornet with Seth Rogen. Same uh, idea, kind of, kind of. But I, I like, I like that one because, yeah, he tried to take it seriously, mostly. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, but I think, I think that's what's happening with Venom. Is it's just they, like you said, Clark, like they, they, the comedy resonated. And so they're going to lean into it it's, more. It's know? like, so. you know, the Fantastic Four movies. The, not the original ones, but, you know, the ones from the 2000s. It has that same bar, I feel like. has the same tone. A little cheese to it. I will, but, I will say, I never, like, I read some Venom, but I never found it to be a funny character in the comics. No. So, like. It was weird to me. I don't like Venom in general, so I don't. I don't like if they're gonna if they're gonna butcher a character. It's rather do one I don't like. That's fine, you know. But but I'm, I do I do understand that there are a lot of Venom fans out there that should be upset about the way this is going. You know, I'm excited for Woody Harrelson. I want to see how mm-hmm. crazy he gets. So that's one I like of the, that they, that's one of the pluses. I like that they fixed the stupid hair. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thought it did look like they brought him in for, for a minute <laughs> for, for 20 well yeah those those yeah. curls did not work <laughs> yeah yeah you know he's got crazy red hair in, in comics but uh the curls yeah. the curls did not work yeah all right and that's, what else that's got, pretty Ricky? much it i mean there, there's some some other little mc rumors here and there but uh i think the next piece of news that dennis has for us is uh little update to our our big boy galactus here with your uh yes your kind of your curves and charts that you're doing for him how we're looking i have been doing i've been doing charts you know what's been fun about the charts is i keep getting people like showing up to like uh i, I get i get a lot of people like uh you know chiming in on this daily and that's why i keep doing it because it's fun um you know i share this on instagram i share this on facebook and I've got people like you know giving their own little like Robin uh, Hood for Galactus, <laughs> yeah, kinda. Um, but yeah, no, I just I just put together a little a little something to track the progress of it every day. We got I think we got like twenty three days left to go in this campaign. It's supposed to hit fourteen thousand. Uh, I'm currently tracking it to hit uh, twelve hundred or I mean twelve thousand uh, two hundred by by the end of the thing. 
that goes up every day as you know as as it increases but the reality is like we just you know we're we're not getting i say we because i am invested in this i do care i want to see this succeed i just don't think it will succeed in the time frame um that doesn't mean it won't happen i think Hasbro is very intent on making this thing. And I think what's going to happen is it's going to be similar to Unicron that they did last year that actually did not fulfill. Oh, it did. Uh, I didn't know that. It, it did not meet its deadline um, uh, uh, with the number of backers that they needed. So they extended it by another like month or two months, something like that. Wow. And then they ended up hitting, hitting all their, their goals. Yeah. They've had two has labs so far that have failed. Uh, one was Cookie Monster. It was a life-size Cookie Monster. Mm-hmm. Um, that one failed that horribly, one? and they didn't bother to do anything about that. But then Unicron, I think they had put so much work into already making, you know, making a a, a, a sample version of it that they're just like, we're, we're making. Is this the Rancor up right now as well, or is that no, after this? Not, not yet, because I think okay. what happened was the rumors for that. Uh, really stretch people's wallets, you know, like just hearing about the possibility of a Rancor coming soon. Like the other thing that's hurting this project is we still haven't gotten the Sentinels from last year. The mm-hmm. the Sentinels that we paid for a year ago, we still haven't seen. So we don't know the quality of the, the product yet. And so to ask well, people, to you haven't another... even seen the Razor's Crest. I mean, they're different well, properties, but still, yeah, same company, but I'm, right? I'm saying there's only been two Marvel, uh, you know, has yeah. ever. And neither one is actually a tangible thing that people can hold on to and stuff. But they are, you know, they are starting to reveal, uh, um, you know, uh, incentives. So they they did show off a new one this week, uh, and it's crazy because they showed off the incentive for if they hit sixteen thousand. And I'm like, bro, you guys haven't even come close to hitting fourteen thousand. But uh, you can show it off in the slide if you want. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if this makes people excited. How much are they asking no. for? It? Four hundred dollars, and they need fourteen thousand backers. That's um, not with tax too, right? Tax brings it up almost to like five hundred, right? Something like that, yeah. So they revealed if you if they get to sixteen thousand, they will give uh, they will throw in a Frankie Ray, which has never been made as a Marvel Legend. And then you can see they have a little silhouette here of a guy on a board. I'm not sure who that's going to be. I, I no. Have, how many characters uh, I, have boards? I'm, I'm thinking mm-hmm. that's Beta Ray Bill. I'm not sure. Frank, you got any ideas? Um, either Mephisto or uh, <laughs> he looks like Star Lord. I think it's that it's really popular Marvel Beach Boys crossover. <laughs> I think it's a surfing yeah. Pikachu. Yeah, but yeah, that's uh, Surfer Chew. But yeah, you can follow me on uh, on Instagram or uh, you know find us on Facebook and. We're just, I'm just chatting with that, uh, chatting about that every day. Um, you know, they, I updated every, well, I download all the data at nine o'clock and then I usually have something up by around 10 o'clock in the morning, but yeah, that's all. It's a really slow week, but I should point out that they are seemingly getting desperate because so far they've had two live streams to try and promote this thing. They have a third one scheduled already for this Monday, this coming Monday. Like, ah, you want some of this? It's, usually they do one live stream a month. Uh, this is going to be the third live stream in 23 days. Do you this think the be... lack of a Comic-Con hurt this a bit? Because, I mean, granted, it has, it has uh, if I remember correctly, there was, has, there was, no, would there have... was no Comic-Con last, last year. Fair. But that, I remember them seeing, I remember seeing the Unicron like on display before. And I think this, 
What was it, the Scarif thing? Well, like in they... fairness, the Unicron failed to meet its True. deadline. True. <laughs> yeah. So right. I think it's. I think it just comes to, uh, down to a lot of factors like space, price, the economics of a post-pandemic world, and like the desirability of like how like it's one thing to say here's a Sentinel, buy as many as you like, and you know, and people's brains are going to explode because how many is enough? How many is enough? But I mean, honestly, Galactus, who needs more than one, right? Like, do you need, if you even need one, do you need more than one ever? And so they're asking, the Sentinel asked for 6,000 backers last year. 6,000, that's it. That's all they needed to back it. And it was $350. Galactus, 14,000 backers is what they need. And it's $400. So it's just, it's all busted. I don't know the, I don't know the logic behind it, but obviously it's a business decision to make sure that they're making profit. So whatever. I say, I say whatever. Whatever, I care. Just... indeed. <laughs> we can, can we can move on. More? We can move on. We do have comics uh, for the week, right? Yeah, let's let's close up the news as always with our comics of the week. that hurt you guys that the music cuts off right there is that yeah. is it yeah. it's a little it's a Something little look into yeah i'll look into that i'll clean that up do, do a little thing. I, I was just realizing i was like that is kind of jarring um frank Yo, i was very little... i was what was that ricky i'll say frank's been a little quiet today I'm, we're getting to his question well Let's that's i was Are trying to and then he was trying and, to but then he got no, interrupted no. Yeah, <laughs> on brand. I'll just let yeah. I'll let I'll just let Ricky do whatever he was gonna say. Uh, that was it. <laughs> <laughs> hey Frank. Hey Frank. Uh, I I very much appreciate that you helped us out by coming up with the question of the week. Um, it's it's a little nerd appetizer for us before we get ready to talk about uh, uh the Suicide Squad in depth. Um, do you want to share the question with us? Uh, yeah, if you put it on the screen, <laughs> I don't remember. I don't remember how you guys bastardized my question, my word, my beautiful <laughs> words, my correctly chosen words. But at what point does a villain become irredeemable? For some Clark. people, it could, it could be killing one baby. For some people, it could be killing two babies. <laughs> Clark, do you do you need some time to? What's your think What's your baby this? number, Clark? No, as our, I... as our guest. Uh, I I've been thinking about it since you told me a little early, and I did come up with an answer Orbit. that doesn't okay. have that does not have to do with the number of babies. Oh, okay. Really, this is uh, fascinating. We need yeah. to take notes here. Yeah, simple. It has to do with with murder. my thing is uh, the point becomes irredeemable when they they kill and murder the innocents, especially the innocents for pleasure, and especially when they get more pleasure from killing innocents. So like, for example, uh, 
in war, we drop bombs that kills babies and, you know, everything and stuff. And you could say, is that your redeemer? We have war crimes and stuff like that. You're saying like upwards of four babies? You know, uh, there, 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 there's a lot of babies. That's why I didn't want to do it just based on body count, but yeah. on motive. Because let's say you have a character like Killer Croc or, or, or uh, King Shark or something where it is they're half animal and they have animal instincts to, to eat. Like, let's look at, we could discuss weasel. You know, how much cognitive ability does weasel have, even though uh, he's defined by killing children? Uh, you know, is that, is that irrede- is he irredeemable because he doesn't have cognitive ability or is he irredeemable because of the baby count? And I think it's because of why, what is the reason for it? So the Joker, who gets pleasure, who derives pleasure and strives for the chaos, that uh, is more irredeemable than just somebody who does it. Versus, um, then there's the cold heart assassin, you know, which is just like, well, how much do you pay me? Uh, well, what about... Um, uh, sounds like Clark's uh, cool like, with war crimes. I was just... <laughs> No, I'm just saying they're different. You guys said irredeemable. No, but, but King King Shark, <laughs> someone like King Shark and Killer Croc, because they do have uh, genes of animals, aren't really seeking redemption. Um, someone like no. the Lizard yeah. in Spider-Man, he's not seeking any kind of redemption. Um, but I'm, mm. I'm talking about someone like like Darth Vader, who was seeking redemption at the end, or some, something along those lines. Maybe he wasn't seeking it, but... Well, shit, I mean, just go recent as, as Wanda in WandaVision, like she held a town and children hostage. And I think we were pretty in somewhat of agreement that that was kind of like not okay. Um, and we still haven't seen the repercussions of that fully, but hot, hot takes on Den Excelsior right here. I don't, I don't know the answer. Like the, when Dennis presented the question, you know, I immediately went to, we went to, when Frank presented the question, it was, uh, we had it's from the Aziz Ansari bit where he talks about like it's literally the baby number like how many babies is is okay like what's the number because there is a number like you know like subconsciously that you're okay with um but i like clark's kind of point and in, in, in the pleasure aspect of, of it if they're just enjoying the killing then i don't think they're redeemable but are they at the same time seeking to be redeemed, you know? Yeah, I mean, but what mm. if what if at the end of it they decide they're all like, "Oh man, I've killed my fair share of babies today. I'm ready to be redeemed." Kind of like a almost like Catholicism, where you can just seek <laughs> you can seek uh you can seek redemption, and they'll be like, okay, dip out. <laughs> "Okay, you killed twenty babies, a thousand hail marys to our fathers, and punch yourself in the face like as hard as you can." Like what's What's the redemption? So, so, so they they also have to be it's like you're canceling out the equation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like Joker's not seeking any kind of redemption, and if he were, it, it would automatically raise everyone's flags up because they'd be like, "Why is the Joker seeking redemption? He's obviously doing something." So right. I do I do have a question on the Joker topic. Uh, Harley Quinn's Joker. Uh, spoilers. I mean, it's you know the season two has been over for like a year now, but there is a part where he he suffers from amnesia and he has a chance to have a completely re- renewed life right yeah. and he gets to do that all over again he gets to do his life free of the sins of everything he's done 
and he turns out to be a really good man. But as soon as he becomes aware of his, you know, forgotten past, his memories and stuff, uh, he's actually conflicted, right? Because he he built something meaningful and new, and and he experience experiences that he's never had before. In theory, um, is he irredeemable? just because of all the pleasure that he did once derive from the actions he did, if he found a new way to, to live life, you know? And so I, my, my, I, I did like where Clark was going with that, but I, I've always thought that really it's the scope and the scale of the story that determines the irredeemability of somebody, you know, you want, you want to bring up uh, Darth Vader, which I think is a great one. Right. But like, if you think about it, like, in the scope of the prequels, in just the prequels alone, uh, they they paint that character as an irredeemable character, right? It's meant to be the original trilogy that somehow, after after much time has passed, right? He's mm-hmm. like you know, like twenty some years has passed. He's lived a life that, that he's not happy with anymore, and now he's starting to question those things, right? So the young Anakin is just is depicted as irredeemable in the scope of that story and and because of the horrible things he does and by the way i don't believe that killing babies is the only like line here like you know no, it's got, you, are, no, you, gotta, no you gotta look at anakin's baby killing meter and yeah probably not too high maybe a couple tuscan raiders but but, but, but so, no, no the younglings yeah no i was gonna say the younglings yeah. though to- killing toddlers that's actually like anti-babies that's like killing negative, <laughs> negative amounts of babies because toddlers are annoying. They scream and they're irrational. You're killing me, Smalls. You're killing me. Yeah. Um, but I was going to say, but like if you look at the, the scope of John Wick, for example, I don't want to hear any story about the guys that kill John Wick's puppy uh, finding a way to be irre- or to be redeemed. No. like Because in that very small story, right, which, which is where it starts, it's like those guys absolutely deserve death by, just for killing the guy's puppy. You know, but like as the story keeps going and going, I'm like, okay, this is getting really big. And is this still mm-hmm. about the puppy? You know, like, is it like this is we're on three movies deep. Is it still about the puppy or is it not about the puppy? I'm not even sure anymore. But yeah, I, I think I think the scale and the scope of the, the story being told is what determines, you know, how how a character can be redeemed or, or whether or not they should be redeemed. I like that question, though. What do you guys agreed, think? Ricky? What's your what's your baby level? <sighs> like eight babies. Mm. This is what he said. It's good. It's, it's like less a, than five. What's the, what's that? What's that old joke? How do you how do you get a baby out of a blender? Doritos. Oh my god! <laughs> kind of like that. Like, so am I now irredeemable joke wise because I joked about being in a blender? You've been irredeemable for a long time, Frank. But it's okay. <laughs> Your 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 job is to be the irredeemable one on the show, so it's all right. It's all right. Yeah. Well, are there are there contra- well, No, I won't go there. I'll say if there's real life people who are irredeemable that you found redeemable, but I think that'll lead us into oh, man. not com- some, not comics territory. So. I got some hot takes on that actually. Let's not do that. today. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, if you want soapbox, you can. Yeah, you already you already dipped out. Yeah, if you want to come back, the inventor of uh, the inventor of the beetle, definitely. uh, 
Oh my God, not redeemable. <laughs> All right. Are you, are you uh, yeah, that was thing? an interesting conversation. Mm-hmm. I think we're ready to do the thing because Frank is hilarious. Do it. Okay, it's time for us to put the spotlight on the Suicide Squad. Uh, I'm excited about this one. Uh, you know, everybody knows uh, what's behind this one is uh, James Gunn temporarily got fired from Marvel back in the day for some irredeemable things, but then he was redeemed later. Uh, and, uh, you know, but in the in the interim, uh, Warner Brothers said, hey, man, we weren't uh, very happy with this uh, Suicide Squad that we, we that David Ayer made for us. Do you want to try? And he's like, hey, I kind of love doing... Uh, stories with with uh really obscure characters and 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 how they can prove their worth and stuff like that so uh that's it what was he really went like and did a perfect and, and... storm situation for him yeah. it really like, was yeah and so years later we finally have the uh the finished product and it's the suicide squad and um you know i i i just wanted to one i know we i you know i usually try and write some recap and stuff and I, the thing that I was having a problem with when, when I was trying to do it for this one is when we were watching that movie, it is incredibly dense. There's a lot of things that happen. It's not just a get to point A, get to point B kind of thing. There's a lot. There's a lot of twists and turns, a lot of weird things that you just don't expect to see happening. And so I was like, you know, I don't know if I want to do the recap. So I asked these guys, I was like, would you guys like to recap the movie for me? And Clark's like, I can do it in two sentences. And so I say, Clark, go for it. Recap it without spoiling, please. Secret government organization sends out team of D-list supervillains to Tropical Island to destroy secret program. The mission was not well prepared and things go tragically wrong. Surviving team members band together to save the world and each other. Yeah, that's fair, I guess. I guess, I guess. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say it's wrong. It's just. It just. I feel like it misses a lot. But, and, and um, on purpose, because again, the, part, the I think though, like the twists and turns that you talk about are the things that make the movie enjoyable. They're the type of things that I wouldn't tell someone because I want them to experience it. That's fair. That's fair. Did you guys have anything to add to that before we totally get into the spoiler zone of that? No, that's. It. I mean, I. I think in the pop culture zeitgeist people who are interested in this film have a somewhat idea at this point what the suicide squad is you know the basic premise of sending uh villains to go do your dirty work you know because you can kind of operate under that ruse you know but uh i think it's it's more fun going in with just that knowledge you know nothing else that's fair okay well i put together something before we get into the total spoiler zone I did put together something for us because we actually did a viewing party last night. Uh, we all watched that here on on our, you know, like uh, a video service that we use right now. Um, and so I just, you know, it's been a while since we've been in theaters together or, or get to see each other's faces, like reacting to, to movies and stuff. Uh, and so we did that last night. We stayed up late. We watched the whole thing. And I know that we have a habit of like, you know, as much as we might like something, we do like to get into the weeds as far as the 
the nitpicks go and stuff like that. So before we do all the nitpicks and before we spoil and everything like that, I just wanted to remind us and show all of our audience like the actual reactions that we had watching this movie last night. So I'm going to play this for you guys uh, and uh, enjoy. No, that's Rooker. No, it's Yondu. It's Yondu. It's even worse for wear. Is that the Black Canary? <laughs> yes, that, that's a cameo. Oh, oh, shit. Is this it? Is this how it ends? It's <laughs> 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 oh, ah, so good. Oh, oh my God. Like sound effect. Oh, my, oh God. my God. What the hell is that? Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, John Cena's so good. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, 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 my God. <gasps> oh. Oh. Whoops. Oh, oh no. <laughs> oh, Fucking no. Whoops. a pretty bad strip oh, club oh my uh, god oh my god oh my god oh my a... god oh man <laughs> polka dot man i can't handle him i love what they did with polka dot man <laughs> all right well i didn't want to say it but i think i'm sold on this harley i <laughs> uh, i laughed at something i, say, yeah, I said <laughs> i'm so i'm shocked Oh my god. <laughs> Holy shit, man. His little buddies. Oh shit. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh my god. Oh, oh no. Holy shit. Oh my god. <laughs> Aww. Aww. <laughs> that was adorable. I'm back. I muted all you guys. We're back. Yes. We're all we back. Def- yes. We had fun last night. So for I, sure. think the, I think the point of that, uh, the moral of that story is, um, guys, we like this movie. I think that was a, yeah. that was a fan, a fantastic amount of reactions that I had to pull from. Uh, I was doing the double duty cause I was actually trying to timestamp those so that I wouldn't have to watch the whole video of us. There are a lot of parts where we're just like 
intensely silent and just like like into the movie and i i'm like i'm not gonna watch us being silent that's just weird that's, i got enough of that just a few seconds ago just now <laughs> yeah. um but what'd you guys think of that was that funny it was a trip that down memory good. lane i was trying to remember what what our reactions were for because like it's all funny <laughs> like how when we react differently to certain scenes like a, a lot yeah. of the, a lot of the gore i could see like clark not really being into but like you and me are like smiling during it or something like that and then yeah. ricky had this horrific look Is, was that when blackguard got killed oh well wait, i guess i guess it's spoiler, spoiler time now <laughs> yeah. spoiler time guys whereas i thought that a polka dot man's uh maternal mom relationship yeah. mom situation was hilarious yeah yeah, yeah. and the other... so i i know that's when i was laughing heavy yeah the uh the other funny thing um by the way was uh i think uh we were we were synced up on uh what the netflix or the teleparty app right that but but uh ricky couldn't get it synced up with us so he was actually about half a second ahead of us so there's a lot of times that ricky just reacts and we're just like and then all of a sudden we react (laughs) afterwards so we look we look really dumb because of that, but it's it's funny. It, I I appreciated that. Damn it, Ricky! You uh, made us look dumb. Yeah, you made us look <laughs> dumb. You made us look dumb. It wasn't hard. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we, yeah, but uh, no, uh, yeah. Apologies. I mean, I I would say this. Uh, the thing that Frank just spoiled. It's like really early in the movie, so don't it's worry too much. Three four minutes in the movie. <laughs> it's pretty like pretty that. in there. I mean, uh, but yeah, uh, with that, with everybody that said, going in, yeah, expects yeah, with, a chunk of people to die in this movie. Yes. So, with that said, we are here to spoil, answer yeah. questions, and just talk about whatever whatever it is we liked or whatever you have, you know, you're curious about. Uh, but yeah, this is a spoiler warning from here on out, you guys. Uh, if mm-hmm. you haven't seen it yet, we totally understand. Uh, you can go back, uh, watch the movie, and then come back and check this out. Uh, but yeah, we're here to spoil. Blackguard dies. To, uh, to, a lot of other to, people on, die. On that, actually, on that point, I, I rewatched the opening before the show because, as you had mentioned, I had some technical difficulties and watched this movie in not ideal mm-hmm. situation or not an ideal situation. And the title card for everyone actually comes after they all die, and that is hilarious. Yeah. Oh yeah. I thought it. I yeah. thought of that when we were watching it. I thought I chuckled. When I saw that the credits started rolling, the title card going like, "Wow, these people are already dead," and now here's yeah. the opening credits with them. Like uh, their their and, names yeah. pop up over yeah. their dead bodies, and, and, and that and that was funny. Yeah, <laughs> but it, in fairness, I think that's one of the greatest things about the movie, though, is right because like that's kind of the whole deal with Task Force X in the comics, right? Is like uh, they're always mining the most C and D and Z list characters to be on task force X so that they can actually do the thing that they always promise. Right. Which is kill them, let Just them die. die straight up. Die. Yeah. And so, yeah. uh, you know, that was, that was something that I felt like David Ayer kind of like, uh, just didn't, he, he failed to really make that. Except for meaningful. Slipknot. <laughs> yeah. But see, exactly. But Slipknot was just a joke, right? Yes. Like it wasn't, it wasn't. But they, they were like make, trying to make them. Well, our other question of the week was, redeemable characters you know uh well they weren't trying to make all of them redeemable characters in this movie 
were they? No, but in, 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 the, David, the, first movie, the, first movie. in the air oh, the movie. First movie, almost yeah. everyone was was seeking. They all got some yeah. saw backstory. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. right, but that's but that's what I think's funny about this movie is even the ones that were seeking redemption sometimes still died, and you're like, oh, oh, that's Oops. awkward. <laughs> and I, I think that makes it that makes their struggle to be redeemed so much more special especially for the ones that managed to survive right because like for like because what it means is what your what your argument is ricky is that well slipknot wasn't trying to be redeemed so it's okay that he died you know what i mean but like i think no no that's no, not yeah. yeah that's not fair to i mean i don't want to hit sit here and defend slipknot for God, who the hours, fuck? So he's like, like the only one that dies in that movie right yeah exactly no, and no, that's no, kind no. of well and el diablo yeah, el diablo but yeah 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 in yeah. his redeeming and yeah, self-sacrifice yeah yeah but yeah so, the rest of the team is filled with rick flags oh my god this movie's bad now yeah it's, like, <laughs> it's a bad movie it's a bad movie i, I, I will say the one thing that i didn't like about having all the characters die so quickly is that i didn't even get to see what mongal does she takes down helicopters. Yeah, she takes she down helicopters. Well, she just she jumped onto the the helicopter, held on, and like had some weight. But then she was just she's just going Aah! as it's flying around. Like I didn't see her super strength. That's, uh, that's fair. You know, uh, yeah. for um, well, I can't even remember his name. Uh, javelin. No, well, ja- yeah, javelin. You never got to see him throw his javelin. Uh, you know, and that was just, I mean, I know that's, that's part of the joke, but I just like would have liked to see yeah. like what they actually do. Like at least for sure. TDK, we got to see, Yeah, that was hilarious. You want to see the dumb villain yeah. do their dumb gimmick. Yes. yes. Yeah. We got to see Nathan Fillion separate his arms and go and smack a bunch of bad guys. And it's hilarious. Like, and it's, slowly. It's, yeah. Uh, yeah. But I think, I think the. I think that James Gunn like got that yeah. that, that unfulfilled potential. Yeah. There's a com there's a comedy to that, right? Is that like well, that's did, where Weasel he, comes in. Yeah, he put all of these characters that are so <laughs> unknown that even like pretty hardcore DC fans would have to go like look look some stuff up to be reminded of things, mm-hmm. right? Like like I had to look up Ratcatcher two for us, right, Frank? Like I because I yeah. wasn't sure. Uh, actually, I didn't get my answer to that. By it the way, it wasn't even her name, right? She wasn't even. Uh, yeah, I didn't. Rat- I, I, I called her Ratcatcher too, right? Yeah, no, no. no, no I'm, saying, I'm saying, I'm like, saying, her character's name I, is different. Yes, oh, I okay. couldn't find that Ratcatcher two when I was googling. I found a, a a bio for her from the the DCE universe wiki. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, um, it's a different person, I believe. So that you know, they they took some liberties with things to us to make it work. Mm. Um, but that's but that was the fun of it, right? Is like we were getting to learn characters, like even King Shark, for example. Like you know, I was letting uh, my wife know that she's going to watch this movie tomorrow, uh, and I let her know, hey, he's a different King Shark than the one we've seen before in other things. But it's fine because I kind of I kind of like that every time I see him, he gets reinterpreted in a new fun way. You know, uh, some some characters are just so loosely defined that it, it allows writers the opportunity to try something different with them and i think that's what you have with this movie is you have so many characters that are just one note or even just footnotes in comic books you know what i mean that like mm-hmm. they can they can be anything in this movie right they can absolutely be anything yeah i had no um, idea they, who blackguard was or what he did 
Same. I still don't. I, I, I still don't. Yeah. To look him up. He, he gets freaking blasted in the face is what he does. That's yeah. his power. In, in regards to King Shark, now I kind of hope that we see King Shark's descendants, if applicable, in Aquaman 2. Like in fact, Prince Shark yeah. and Princess Shark. Or... Yeah. Fun fun fact that I, I have here. Um, James Gunn actually wasn't refused permission to use any character he wanted. However, he purposely chose to use mostly lesser known characters um, because, you know, he wanted to he wanted to, like, have the freedom to do stuff that, like, you know, people aren't going to get angry about. Right. Like, no, I, I don't see a lot of people on, on Twitter that are like, why did you do that to Blackguard? You know, like, it's not. Yeah, it's not. It's not. You a ruined thing. Like, I, the only ruined Mongal. King Shark and Polka Dot Man are probably like the only two villains that I've heard of in the lineup of this movie before the movie came out. Yeah, Harley Quinn's largely unknown. Mm-hmm. She's she's well, like a really deep new characters. <laughs> new more. characters. There he is, being yeah. the irredeemable one right there. <laughs> well. But let let's just take this moment though to all acknowledge how absolutely amazing Polka Dot Man is. Oh, man. And, and and it's so clear, I mean, that James Gunn is like, all right, I love this character and I'm going to develop uh, him. And, so, and the, the actor, oh, I'm not forgetting his name. James? Uh, yes. Yeah. Uh, you know, Pokemon Man not gonna be an Ant-Man. Is, is by far yeah. one of the, the highlights of this film. In I think opinion. he works because they didn't, they didn't shy away from the weird of him. He mm-hmm. has a virus interdimensional virus that causes them to throw polka dots it's uh it reminds me of that scene in iron man 2 when new roadie shows up like i'm here deal with it like here's my gimmick yeah you can believe it or not and there you go like they don't linger on it they don't go super technical with it and with none of their powers or backstories they they go super technical with the king charts like he's maybe a descendant of some shark gods Okay, moving on. And that's all you need to know. Guys, I just learned this one right now because I, you know, I totally prepared all this stuff before, beforehand, but didn't read it until now. Uh, James Gunn wanted Dave Batista to play Peacemaker. Hmm. But oh, Batista good. turned it down to play the lead role in Zack Snyder's Army of the Dead. Oh, a wise decision. A wise decision, <laughs> Batista. Uh, that hurts because John Cena was amazing in this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm and I'm not saying Dave Bautista would have been also amazing in this movie, but like uh, I, I now I can't see anybody we but John Cena. Snyder, but the one with Cena in the <laughs> Army of the Dead. I think uh, the Rock would have worked really well as uh, um, Black Adam, John Cena's character. No, John Cena's character. Also, mm-hmm. just I'm I'm just going personality wise, not not look or anything like that. Like. Because because yeah. uh, he was pretty charming. I think John. I, I think uh, the Rock can pull it off too. That wrestling. All right. I just just on a tertiary. I know that this will come bigger, but that's what scares me the most about Black Adam that the Rock has been doing so much. You're exactly right. He's normally an affable guy. How's he going to pull off this villain character and talk about redeemability? This is a, something that we're going to talk about later when it actually comes out. But I think that's that's definitely. A conversation we're gonna have down the road that's really valid uh yeah. he's got to stick to maybe three babies tops yeah um any, anything beyond yeah. that he'll well they're middle eastern babies hopefully we are still oh. a show by the time black adam comes out well then so then six <laughs> so then six babies okay perfect 
my god, that's funny. Like what? Uh, just, just, uh, just really quick, really quick, running down the list for all four of you guys. Who was your favorite character in this movie? Cena, Peacemaker. Yeah, it's a good one. Clark, C- Clark, you know, will I, I think of my answer? <laughs> you know, I, I. I was almost going to go, uh, you know, with Polka Dot Man and stuff. But honestly, as we talked about, Harley Quinn, I mean, this version, she pulled off the nuances of of a Harley without Joker, without that wasn't, didn't even mention, you know, Joker much, like her own psychosis filled character in such a good Third way. Times the charm. Yeah. You know, I was, I was really impressed with that. And I, and she was incredibly entertaining. And uh, so I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna give it up for Harley. Uh, definitely, Sebastian the Rat was my favorite character. No, actually, uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I, did, I did like him, but uh, 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 Ratcatcher, Ratcatcher was uh, my favorite. Mm-hmm. I, and I think because she's like the Hawkeye of the team, she's like the the kind of the less powered, kind of emotional um, crutch. That saves everyone. That's that's cool that you said that because James Gunn actually described her as the heart of the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I actually, uh, it's a tough one for me, but like, I I think it's Rick Flat. No, it's not Rick Flat. Yeah, it's not Um, (laughs) Rick Flair. I hate hate Joel Kinnaman so much. I hate him so much, but he did make me laugh once, so he gets points for that. Uh, But uh, I think. I think honestly, King Shark was my favorite character in this movie because he was so one. It it was a range I've never heard from Sylvester Stallone. Like it was it was a really cool, innocent, dumb mm-hmm. character that was still allowed to eat people <laughs> because because he just had to. He just had to. You forgave him every time he did it because it was hilarious and like he just a. He just obliterated human beings throughout that whole movie, and yet he was adorable, and you couldn't stop staring at that skin. Like he yeah. looked so cool. Um, and then, like when he goes he and really befriends good. a bunch of like a bunch of weird like fish creatures in the, in a in a pool, and you're like, oh, this guy's this guy's a sweetheart. He was the Groot of the movie. You know what yeah. I mean? Like he really he really was. Um, <laughs> I uh, I do love me the Ron Funches Harley Quinn show King Shark. Yeah, yeah, and there's nothing but this yeah, one takes I nothing away from that one. That that take on a King Shark would have been out of place here cuz one more talking head I think would have been too much for sure. Exactly. No, this one, yeah. yeah, this one fit. And I he think found, it's yeah. I think it's it's so strong all those characters that all of your picks I completely agree with. Mm-hmm. Because yeah, there's yeah, that yeah. many good characters that you're going to attach to. Yeah, uh, and then even mm. even Idris Elba doing generic, don't care uh, assassin guy that clearly was, has some. He was good. He, no, he was, he good. was good. That's the thing. I, he wasn't. He didn't really bring something extra. I mean, but he was good and still really enjoyable. Like like everybody is in that you, you like the characters, even the bus driver. <laughs> I mean, you saw you, you saw in the video Milton. His name was Milton. Milton. Yes, Milton. Uh, Milton. I mean, I called that guy out as soon as I saw him. What is, what is this guy doing yeah, here with he these doing people? There, yeah. um, but no, yeah, I I think uh, it is a testament to that to that how different a movie can be and look and feel when you swap the director and the writer for somebody else. You know, mm-hmm. because 
uh, like, dude, I like I have hated Joel Kinnaman in everything I've ever watched him in, ever. <laughs> I just think he's just he sucks the life out of everything that I watch him. He's in. your Taylor Kitsch, dude. Do not, do not badmouth Taylor Kitsch. That is Big Tim Riggins right there. All right, <laughs> you better watch it. Also, um, John Carter or Mars, but uh, yeah. Oh my god. But no, but seriously though, uh, Joel Kinnaman, like. I didn't hate him in this movie. Like I, I did want him dead. I, I did cheer for him. He when had he died. a good arc. By the way, I, I did have that clip in there of me cheering for him when he died, but I, I cut it out because I was like, eh, I can make this a non-spoiler version of this, you know, like and it's it's fun. Um, there was like we were hilarious because there are some times where we couldn't. We were so shocked by the thing on the screen that we literally repeated the thing that happened on the screen after we saw it because. It was so satisfying or shocking to us, and that, that mm-hmm. amused me. Um, I cut all of those moments out of the thing. Uh, but yeah, Joel Kinnam, even Joel Kinnaman was entertaining to me. And like for anybody listening or watching that knows me, that is a huge statement yep. for me to make. Like he was entertaining, and and I almost felt something when he died, other than joy, <laughs> uh, other than joy, this- other than joy. <laughs> This is the first R movie in the DCEU, right? Like, did that... No, Birds of Prey. No? Birds of Prey was R? I think it was. Yeah, plus they plus all their cuts. I mean, they had an R-rated cut of Batman v Superman, R-rated cut of... Uh, yeah, that's true. Snyder Cut was R. That's fair. Snyder Cut was R. Yeah. Um, did the R-rating yeah. help the Suicide Squad? Like, how about that? Yeah, I think it did. I think it absolutely but, did. Oh wait, because it, the Joker was R, wasn't it? Or was it PG? Yeah, Joker was. No, Joker was R. R. But, but that's also DCEU, not in the DCEU. Though. Yeah, that's not in the DCEU. Oh, yet, yet that we'd walk a walk a. We until can't, the whoa. until the Flash fixes that, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, um, we just pick them up and ever gets <laughs> carries them over. <laughs> yeah, he's just like, "You're coming with us. Oh, you're People coming like to fuck you. shit up." Yeah. Um... And then he kicks Cassandra Kane from uh, from Birds of Prey. No, he's all, no, you stay, you stay, you stay in this universe. <laughs> yes, Birds of Prey was rated R. It yeah, rated I R. just looked it up. Yeah, yeah. Well, careful, Ricky, because you're Mac. You know, we don't want to stress yeah, your computer. Yeah, I don't want to blow it up. So, well, how about how about this? Is this your your number one in the DCEU? Like, I feel like everyone's having a pretty positive take on this movie. Uh, no, I wouldn't give him my number one, but it, it was definitely entertaining. I think. Huh. Um, yeah. And see, that's, I think that's the weird part. And that, that's part of why I wanted to start with that video because like, mm-hmm. I think I was surprised at how much I didn't love this. Like I thought I would, you know, because like I, I generally love everything J- James Gunn does. Uh, and, and, and it should be noted that he did entertain the crap out of us last night, but I still came away, not really like moved by anything that happened in that movie. You know what I mean? Like I didn't, I didn't feel uh, like, I honestly think I felt more watching Shazam. Like Shazam made me feel in a lot of really cool ways. Like I felt sadness. I felt joy. I felt, you know, like I really cared when, when, when bad things happened to the characters in that movie in this, it was meant to make me laugh. Right. When bad things happened to anybody in the mm-hmm. movie, I think uh, for the most part, in terms of feels, I think the Joker made me feel more, um, and it's not that it made me feel like a big range of emotions, 
but it made me really feel the despair of the situation and and the right. But if but oh, if yeah. we're excluding the, if we're excluding the Joker because technically right now it's not in the DCEU, is is this your favorite DCEU movie? No, nah, I still I still wouldn't say that. Um, yeah. I, well, you, well, in terms of comedy, I really enjoyed Batman v Superman. I think that movie was hilarious, and I got so many laughs from that. And just thinking about it right now, it just makes me laugh. Like the red capes are coming, and like yeah. he shoves a Jolly Rancher in that guy's mouth. That's hilarious. Yeah, and then there's the funny, the Wonder Woman movies have a lot of charm to them too. You know, yeah, they, they have a lot. They, I don't think they, they, they stick the landing in. Uh, they're racking up the their, yeah. their numbers for sure. But, but it's up there with Shazam. I think they have a lot of heart. Uh, the Wonder Woman mm-hmm. movies. Um, I, mm-hmm. I just don't think the the endings do anything. I think Shazam. I think I think you're right, Dennis. I think Shazam pound for pound, like in the DCEU movies. I think Shazam's probably the better one. Well, it's I the, think this has the, a lot of the same issues as Shazam. They're like the middle of Shazam's a little rough, a little dull. I don't think. I don't think, I think it's it dull is. at all. I think if I think if anything, it's nightmare fuel. I think. What's, uh, what, what's, I think what's it's a scary movie. Yeah. For, a, for a few down. minutes, I feel it's like, scary. I feel like the it's story, scary. the movie, the movie slows down a bit in the middle of that movie for sure. Like after he's yeah. kind of figuring out his powers. And same with this one. Like, oh, sorry. Oh, I thought like the 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 strip club part of this movie. I think definitely slows slows it down. I don't know how I would have reworked it, but for me, that was like a low point. That middle, you know, you come off a a big high at the intro to have that such a big dip. I felt was got a little bit jarring. I I think interesting though because it's like a two three three minute section of the movie or something like that. You know, but just the whole middle in general. Like I think you go a a little too long without someone dying. Well. Okay, <laughs> I, I will I will comment because you made that comment last night because we kept going. Oh my gosh, I can't believe this movie is only an hour in and it's already done. It's been so dense. So that was from Dennis, and then that Ricky was Frank. Would, that was Frank. Oh, that was from Frank. Uh, yeah, and then Ricky I, would be like, I, I don't know. Somebody hasn't died for a while. Yeah, and so exactly. you did. You did. In fairness, you absolutely said that last night uh, as we were watching it, and we were yeah. again we were we were marking off the time, and we were like, this still has. Yeah. Uh, you know, forty minutes, and Frank and I were were judging by what clips had been shown in the trailer that we had. To, which I always do that with movies. I was just, I was just when uh, they rescue Joel Kinnaman is when that movie slows down. I was, I was evaluating it based on like how the hell am I going to write the recap for this show or for this movie? You know, like, uh, and and so that's every time Frank would would give us the count of where we were in the movie. I'm like, oh my god, so much has happened in this movie. I can't. I can't process it. Like it was, it was, it's a very dense movie. And for Mm -hmm. me, that's why like, I could never agree with your statement that it was, it slowed down or it was boring in the middle because I didn't care that people were dying or not. Like I was, I was being entertained to see, to see polka dot man, like, you know, bumping and grinding with like his mom and a million other moms, like in the, in the club, (laughs) that was that was priceless, man, and I promise you, our reaction to that was in that video because it was and, too good. Yeah, I, I think one thing though, there's mustache, yeah. Yeah. fake mustache. I, I think if there, there's one thing that this does better than Shazam is that it maintains a certain tone throughout the movie. Like it has a really thank you. Tone. Yes, whereas where yeah. Shazam, it, it kind of wavers in tone. It goes from like horror. Yeah. It, it's not quite <laughs> sure what it wants to be, but like. No. 
I would say the word kinda in your statement is being very, very, yeah, being very nice. Very, very generous. I, I so yeah. remember after that movie, I couldn't wait to talk to Dennis about that boardroom scene. Because oh, yeah. all they I needed mean, to do was add the blood splatters, and that would have been a hard R. That was I terrifying. Saw, I, I saw children yeah. in that movie. They were sitting yeah. in the theaters, and they were like, what To be this? fair. Would the seven deadly sins not be scary? The manifestation no, of the seven. No, I think deadly it was sins? correct. No, you know, that I, is, I don't is, have a problem is, with that. Yeah, that is absolutely fair. Just tonally, if you're going from like, you know, say you and your your kid friend going and saving a convenience store in a hilarious way from a robber to you know all of a sudden watching this thing that you can only describe as the lust monster. Just for like, oh no, horrifically eating people, you know, like, no, it's not, it's tonally, it's I all mean, over the place. I feel like the yeah. lust monster to be doing other things, but yeah, but Frank, you're you're 100% right. Uh, the tonally, this movie mm-hmm. is consistent all the way through, and and I think that is why it didn't hit me hard at any point, right? Because it said from the very beginning, we're gonna be funny. We're going to be silly and we're going to be shocking, right? And we're going to shock you so much that you're kind of going to be numb to it by the end, right? Like, and we so- got Dong, DCU's <laughs> first Dong. Yeah. Yes. I'm glad that you remembered the, 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 the high points. This is what happens when we don't have a script for how this goes. This is, mm-hmm. all right. Ricky's like, first we got Dong. We got Dong. Let, let me ask you this question Amanda Waller. No dong. No Same. Dong no no dong on her. Yes. Same as last movie. What were the differences, or in which one would do you do you like better? I like this one better because this, this one, one for sure. One, you know what helped this one is she wasn't answering to a higher power in this one. She she was the she highest was the power, power in this yeah. movie. Yeah, and so we didn't have to see her like navigate that really awkward landscape of like why are you even waste why are we wasting our time in this movie with her she wasn't it's, trying to sell her suicide squad idea exactly yeah like i didn't feel like that ever needed to exist in the first movie because and this movie proved that right this movie proved you don't need to show her selling it it will sell itself exactly ricky you're right you're right yeah i, I love yeah, her they, in this they, movie. you really I get a sense so you see her you know let loose a bit Kind of towards the end when she, she's well, and she's then she losing. finally answers to the higher power of a putter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. But when she's losing yeah. control of the situation, mm-hmm. it's yeah. not like in the first movie, you can kind of bump it to the higher power that she's under versus this one. Like that is, you know, her fuck up at that point, you know? Right, exactly. Because yeah. she has no, she has no accountability in the first movie because of the, the, the hierarchy that they establish. Whereas mm-hmm. in this, everybody's accountable to her and that's why you're like even wondering when the putter gets gets taken out like what's gonna happen to those people when she wakes up you know what i mean like it's yeah. it's, it's a concern and but i really like that twist in the movie where mm-hmm. suddenly the the team that's in the office you know overseeing the operation they become a really important part to the movie too because like every character got to be important in some way if they weren't the butt of a joke that where they just die at the beginning, you know, like, and, uh, and especially more because it had the scene that showed her with the ice pack on her head and they were still alive. And remember I made the comment, yeah. wow, last movie, she killed her whole team. Mm-hmm. 
now she's like in the room yeah. and who does she answer to the i mean they took force and then yeah. they're in the the post credits which means they're they're still involved yeah but she, i think that also I helps I think that also yeah. helps establish her as a more believable character, right? Yes. Because mm -hmm. she can't just go around killing anybody, right? She has to, yeah. like, she's supposed to be the one killing the villains who, you know, are expendable. But, like, they're supposed to be justified. Yeah. You can't but kill she, your, like, yeah. you know, yeah, exactly. She is technically supposed to be the good yeah, guy. Yeah. I mean, I, I would, yeah. I like, I, they don't explain it, but, like, I would, if they do continue on with Viola Davis and this Amanda Waller, like, maybe she let them, you know, she was gonna let him live anyways, like because if word gets out that if you join this, you know, crew and do something good, you're still gonna die. That kind of fucks up that whole plan, anyways, you know. Her old suicide squad yeah. idea. Yeah, do you think she'll show up and word doesn't get out? I would hope word doesn't get out often because of the clandestine nature of their 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 their. Well, whole in this setup. situation, you know, they show up on TV and whatnot, saving the world. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if she shows up in Peacemaker if if that's the kind of thing she wants to do. You know, like it it, it there's still there's still right now a weird bridge that needs to be crossed for a lot of actors that to go from doing movie to what is TV. And I know streaming is this weird middle ground that a lot of actors are becoming okay with. You know, so like Disney Plus, like you're getting a lot of a list actors to go and do stuff on mm -hmm. that show. And you're also getting Jeremy Renner. Um, oh. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I like Jeremy Renner. A lot of people don't. I really do. Oh, his, his I like wife Renner. doesn't. So I love. Oh, I love the hurt. I love the hurt. Hurt Locker. Shots fired. Uh, yeah. Talk about but irredeemable anyway. characters. <laughs> but no. Oh, but we're talking about Amber Heard now. Cool. Yeah. But no, uh... in truth. You know, like in truth, uh, you know, it's still a hard sell for some actors to go and do a serialized TV show, even if it's on a premiere, uh, you know, streaming service. So it, it's I'm I'm not mad when one says no right now. You know, ask me that again in like four years when like it's become the the the, the Those main extra way to get zeros all the best on, on their contracts certainly help for sure. Yeah, well, I mean. DC just needs to get a few more wins under their belt so they can start offering lots more zeros. Yeah. I mean, the, the Batman, the Batman yeah. shows or the Batman movie in whatever universe it'll live in will have a TV show as well, like a Gotham show. Yeah, yeah. But it's supposed to. Maybe. Whatever. It's I planned, but yeah. Yeah, it's hard for me to get excited about things that that have spinoffs before I've seen the thing that they're spinning off of. You know, like I think that's a normal reaction to that kind of stuff right like i mean i'm excited for more peacemaker yeah. now for sure now is fine because we just watched the movie you saw the thing we got, we yeah got this is the costco I platter I, I wasn't excited for peacemaker yesterday you know what i mean like i will say i did i did like how that movie when it ended and we were in the credits clark was like well i guess peacemaker is going to be a prequel <laughs> and then uh oh, yeah about yeah, and then about seven yeah. minutes later, the longest credits ever. By the way, yeah. like those were those were Disney Plus credits right there, man. Like those were long. Uh, everybody who's concerned about the runtime of that movie, I promise you, it's actually about ten minutes shorter than what it says. Um, it's yeah, just, just, skip, like, just skip ahead. Just skip when ahead, they said yeah. they were going to imitate Disney, or or when when they wanted to imitate Disney, they should have went with like the money making or the charm, and not the yeah. credit length. I think. 
Yeah. I wish I wish more people did Pixar style credits where I'm at least entertained while I'm watching the credits mm -hmm. while, while I'm watching all the words go by. Um, yeah, it's just a bunch of credits. You can skip to all the way to the end and you get to see the last scene. And uh, it's a hey, Peacemaker's alive. Cool. All right. Uh, but like I said, like uh, earlier, is that I think the, pro the, the, the big problem with the movie is that it relies so much on shocks and twists and stuff that like you're numb. And so I was kind of numb to that at the end of the movie i'm like okay cool i was i was only slightly happy to see weasel at the end of the movie too i'm like okay you know so just you, you can only do so many resurrections at the end of your movie before they're just not special i, I think anymore. the only dull point with the, with his little resurrection not so much him coming back but the like why are we bringing him back to save the world like well you just did that like you can't how many times you got to save the world you know like a lot. That's what Task Force well, S does, dude. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you go from just, once. Didn't you watch The Incredibles? Like, what's with you people? I just cleaned this mess up, and now you want me to save it again? <laughs> I mean, come on. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think I think if I had one question, because I, I I really wanted to let this be a loose conversation. I mean, it's pretty clear we like the movie. Uh, mm -hmm. you, it had it it has faults, but um, would you want to see more of this? Like, it would. Like, would you want to see more Suicide Squad now? Like after this? Yeah. Definitely. Yes, I think yeah. they need to. If they do another one, you keep Amanda Waller, obviously. But I think you ditch, you ditch Harley. You, you don't stick with the. I don't want to see the same characters again. James, you know? this guy, this guy barely learns who Harley Quinn is today, and. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> he, he wants to already ditch her. I know you can you can do the same intro as this one with the people from this movie, I think, and it would work fine. But you know, yeah. I the part of the fun with the Suicide Squad is the new, you know, the new D-listers that pop up. I I will say when it comes to the comics, like one of the one of the fun things is kind of always there's always a veteran, right? Like there's always yeah. one veteran on the on the team. Which is kind of like shot or bloodshot. I mean. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, um, I think I think Harley does serve a good purpose there. Mm -hmm. If they don't, if Idris doesn't want to come back, you know, like, but I think I think you got to have one bet, and and I wouldn't mind it being Harley because uh, I would like to see Harley actually in a leadership role. That's that's kind of like the next level of her character, mm -hmm. the escalation of it. Right? Is let's see how she actually leads because she had a lot of character growth. Uh, you know in the dc universe uh, like but especially in this movie she finally like you guys said she finally got to be her own person and not and not talk about the joker and not and, you know like and and do things make decisions for herself and make make decisions based on her mental health and what she knows you know her, her mistakes from the past she was she was a pretty well thought out character man so she i would like to see more of that David Tennant too, so and, and yeah and Latin even though she, uh, uh, even though it was you know shown in the trailer, I still really like the scene where they come to rescue her, and she's all emotional. Like, you were coming to rescue me, you know, which yeah. is like yeah. I had value to you that you were going to rescue me, and like just seeing that growth, and that you know that's when she like really falls for the team after after yeah. that whole. And I actually really enjoyed the whole latin david Tennant part that i guess we're not going to spoil completely but that was pure <laughs> harley think, quinn to me i think yeah. i think frank spoiled enough of it but yeah. i think to your to your point ricky i do agree i think everybody else should be new but here's yeah. here's the trick here's the trick if you have to have one carryover 
and you kind of have to have at least one person that survives the movie, you know, all the way through the end. I'd rather it be the person that we just know they have no intention of ever killing. You know what I mean? Like I'd rather <laughs> let, let's just yeah. put let's just put her there so that I don't have to worry about like yeah. you know that that one character. Like that's like you got to give me one safety character, you know what I mean? Like uh cuz at this point I feel like Viola the rat. is even, the rat was is a even fair game. Uh, I was it. I watched a lot of scenes of us like really debating whether or not that that rat was going to make it. I don't know if the rat was the safety character, but I did love the rat for for everything it did for that movie. Yeah, it was fun. It was fun. Would you uh, would you want to see like where where do you want to see this go next? Like where do you want to see? Where do you want to see the DCEU go from here? Uh, I'd what's, like to see what's, the, what's, oh, sorry. Go ahead, Ricky. What's on deck? What's what's you know? What do we got coming That's up? Black, Black Adam, right? Black, Adam's Black Adam and Flash. Flash and Shazam, yeah. or yeah, okay, Shazam, 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 Shazam oh, yeah. two is in production. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know, man. An uh, Aquaman two. Aquaman two is there. Oh, is um, it? Yeah, Aquaman yes, it started. Out. Yes, it, yeah. no, it started production. Yeah, yeah. Amber Heard's gonna so the, take a so break those, from beating Johnny Depp for a little bit to make. Yes, That's cool. they they have specifically said they are not giving in to fan, uh, fan pressure, and Amber Heard is staying in the role. Okay, I respect that. I respect that. That's so yeah, so there's those are the four DCU. It's some like real Warner Brothers versus in, Disney mentality. For sure. We got Depp. We got heard. Um, I, uh, you know, uh, since Ricky didn't answer the question, I think uh, <laughs> what they should do is uh, focus on like movies like this where it's pretty self-contained. They mentioned Superman. They mentioned a couple others. But uh, I think at the end of the day, it's its own movie. And they focused on making this one movie good. And I yeah. think they should focus on that. Mm-hmm. If, if they can't make a Marvel-esque universe, please just make just one decent movie, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think that's what they should do, like like with Aquaman, because that's one of the reasons why Aquaman, the first one was successful, because it didn't rely on any of the other movies. Uh, so just rely on itself. But clearly the Flash, on the other hand, is there, throw everything at it. Oh, they're going back to the, the honeypot in that one. Yeah, I mean, because that's got Michael Keaton, Batman, that's got, I mean, we already know that's got, they got that's Toby, their, Toby Maguire. It's got Toby Maguire and, and Andrew Garfield. Garfield. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, so we we know they're already throwing everything they can at that. Uh, so the other ones, you know, Aquaman, I think can can survive on its own. Same thing like Shazam had that moment where you see Superman at the end, but not his his head. Stuntman Superman yeah. for the post credit sequence, uh, but that worked. Um, but uh, yeah, it's uh, where does it go? I don't know because it doesn't have it doesn't have a goal, it doesn't have a a direction a, a direction, and it still doesn't have a, a a key on which which movies exactly are part of this universe. Like that trailer that it showed at the beginning of Suicide Squad, where they're talking about the DC movies, and yet we're looking at it, and not all those movies are in the same universe. Yeah, it's true. I'm I'm okay with that, but I think yeah, to your guys' point, like just do one good thing. And if you can tie it to yeah. another good thing, go for it. But if you, you know, I think that's yeah where they're don't kind of sacrifice going, going the, the movie for world building. 
Exactly. Because like with the new, with the new Batman movie. Enough. Yeah. The, let it do its own thing. I think that's okay. Like it doesn't I'm actually be... really looking forward. Oh, I forgot about the Batman. That's fifth. The fifth. But one. that's its own. Its own. I guess as we know it now, it's its own yeah. universe, right? Yeah. And I'm really looking forward to it. I especially if they follow what like what we were saying is that it's going to be the detective Batman. If that's the way it is, I'm really looking forward to seeing that. Yeah, we haven't had like, a detective Batman since Adam West, I think. Yeah. Well, give. I hate that I agree with you, Frank, on that. I hate it. <laughs> hate it. Hate it. Hate it. And yet, you are correct. I was joking, but it's true. I know. <laughs> I used to make the argument. Well, at least Michael Keaton like looked into products, but like that was so weak. That's that's the only little bit of detecting. He had a little had Manila, Manila folder. I'm yeah. sorry, guys, but Kevin Conroy was the detective. Okay. That? Yes. If we're going into animated, then you are 100% correct. You know, we don't yeah, count I guess. Animated. We only count the big boy stuff. Yeah. Why yeah. doesn't animated count, guys? Only the adult I mean, stuff. We're about to watch 10 weeks of animated stuff that has been uh, officially counted as MCU canon. Yeah, but it has I read, real people I read that. the voice. Real people. Are... <laughs> 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 uh, well, no, well, not, not, not Dave Batista. if we're looping it back so, around. You're so irredeemable, Frank. You're so Wait, irredeemable. is Bautista not doing the show? He's Apparently, he, he was never here. asked. He was never asked. <laughs> Which is super awkward because he's now doing, like, commercials for Disney Plus to sell the product. To sell Disney wow. Plus. Like, they got him doing the streamer well, like, commercials. And like you didn't even know if what is Drax in it? Like how is yes Drax is in it? There's there are images of Drax in the thing. Yes, he is absolutely in it, and he's not playing him. Like there's a whole Twitter thread of Palm, uh, Palm aka Mantis asking him, "Wait, why are you not Drax?" And then he responds on Twitter saying, "Because I wasn't asked." Maybe he doesn't have a speaking role, like. I am Drax. He just shows up. No, no. James James Gunn also <laughs> responded. He was quite he was quite shocked. His response to that that response was, "What?" That's what James Gunn said on Twitter. Wow, yeah, it's pretty funny. Yeah. So, whatever. Well, I mean, I mean, they know Drax's they know. paycheck to fight this Scarlet legal battle. So, that's what you can put <laughs> yeah. it. Yes. Oh, you're making it. You're making it so weird. We were on such a yes. cheerful note, and then yes. Ricky's like, "Let's talk about all the stuff that depresses people." Yeah. yeah. No. Uh, so, anyways, Kevin Conroy is the best, uh, and I don't care if he's animated; he's still great. Uh, but we all liked the Suicide Squad, and we're totally fine with it existing as its own movie, right? Like, it doesn't. Mm-hmm. We don't. We don't need yeah. it to have connective tissue. It's fine. Yeah. Um, and well, and I do agree with that entirely from you guys. Like it's it's, I think that's the best way to go about doing this right now is just give us wins. Just give and, us wins and have can, fun with it. The next Suicide yeah. Squad movie, have fun with it. Go crazy. Yeah. Well, yeah. That, that's what I want to bring up. They, they've already yeah. said James Gunn is doing another movie for DC. Um, cool. It hasn't oh. it hasn't been said if it's a Suicide Squad sequel, He's, but I mean. He's sleeping would, with two women. What would you guys want from him? Another another crack at the Suicide Squad, or let him let him do something different? At this point, I don't. I like. I I trust him pretty much completely to do whatever whatever superhero yeah. story he wants. Yeah. Like, I, I don't. Think, I don't think. Yeah. yeah. He can tone down. I mean, he's. I think he's in such control now. I think uh, the he Guardian does the ensemble really well. Yeah. 
yeah, he does the ensemble well, but like like I was saying last night to Frank after you guys left was like, um, I think this didn't I didn't enjoy this as much as Guardians uh, in the way that I thought I would. And what that tells me is, you know, he was trying something different, right? Mm -hmm. Like he, he he pulled the heartstrings. He pulled he pulled a lot more heartstrings in in Guardians than he did in this one. But that was his creative choice, right? He wasn't yeah. trying to pull the heartstrings this time around. He was just trying to tell a fun story that people went away from saying, "I had fun," and and to know that he can have he has the range as a writer and director to do things that make you feel and to do things that you know just just plain entertain you. And like, he works with it, the big companies. He works exactly. well with with them. That's if they like him, they're going to give him more creative control. They trust yeah. him. I like it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I would, I would watch it in the evenings. Do you do you guys Except have anything else? Slither. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why you singled that one out. That Wait, one's what, fine. What about Brightburn? You didn't like Brightburn? He did not direct Brightburn. Everyone says that. Why does everyone yell at me when I say that? <laughs> because you keep bringing it up and you're wrong. Uh, I like bringing it up and I will never stop. Uh, I, I know he directed it in my heart. What what else? Do you guys have anything else before we wrap up? Like to, to, to mention to let fans know about uh about the suicide squad and and recommendations warnings whatever. tim burton did not direct a night before christmas uh, yeah yep. henry selick henry selick did that's right i would never say that go go in it blind yeah if you just watched our show sorry but uh tell your friends who aren't yet spoiled to go in and watch it blind and uh yeah it's yeah, fun it's have fun it's, uh, it's a good. We're having. We're in a good place right now. We got. We got the Suicide Squad. We got What If coming. We got Shang Chi next month. You know, Eternals, good old Venom, and hopefully a Spider Man movie at some point. Like we're in a good little, good little good wave old. right I just, now. And I, I just want to make this clear. I am not going to the theaters to watch Venom. Uh, so if you guys need to so do you, a show where you talk about Venom. I'll just bow out. I'll be in the get. I'll be in the the comments on that one. Okay. So Delta, you'll get Delta for Shang Chi though. Yeah. yeah. All right. As long as that's I have my priorities. I have my, have my priorities. I have my priorities. Anyways, uh, I All think right. we got We got We got to wrap this up. Thank you to Clark for coming on our show. Uh, you you know, feel free. To, Feel free to let people know if you got anything going on. If not, just wave and say bye-bye. No, just uh, you can go to my SoundCloud account, Crane Waves on SoundCloud, and that's that's where I put my stuff up. Um, cool. Enjoy. I'll add that link to the description for you. Uh, and then also thanks to our patrons for supporting our growth and to our audience for tuning in. Uh, if you had fun, I think Frank knows where, where they can go. We missed you last week, Frank. Yeah. Why don't you let people know where they can go? They can go to the comment section, and uh, from there no, they can no, uh, like no, no. and subscribe and ring that bell, hit that gem, and uh, leave us comments. That that helps a lot with our uh, with uh, our Twitter algorithm or not Twitter. Maybe they can go to Patreon. Our user algorithm or whatever. Yeah, just read the prompter. Oh, just read the prompter. Oh, uh, follow. They can follow us on Patreon.com/slash/denxmedia. <laughs> Wait, it's Thank you, Frank. Sector. Follow yes. us, uh, and we'll be heading over there briefly. I think without Frank, uh, uh, right after this show ends, just to chat for a little bit longer about the Suicide Squad and whatever else. Uh, Clark's probably going to talk about the Disney uh, 
uh, pass for another 45 minutes. Easy. Um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, uh, we'll be over there right after this. Uh, but I think that's it for this show. So thanks for watching or listening to Den Excelsior. And see you next time, true believers. Enough said. Enough said.